0: You know his voice. I'm waiting for the uh, waiting for the signal in my ear <laughs> to uh, put him through. Thank you, Vern Lundquist, legendary uh, sports broadcaster. Has a book out called Play by Play, calling the wildest games in sports from SEC football to college basketball, the Masters, and more. He's one of Kelly's favorites.
1: Absolutely, reading the book right now as we speak. I think
0: anybody that has watched sports over a, 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 a several many or decades knows his voice. You know, I guess the broadcasters, fellow broadcasters, call call him the golden throat. Yeah, he. Uh, I'm interested. I know he got into there was a little mix up or something kerfuffle between Bobby Knight and Tommy Heinsohn. And Vern somehow ended up kind of getting in the middle of it. I don't know. You hear these stories and you don't know if they're true. So I can't wait to uh, ask him about that. But, you know, some of the great calls in sports history. Uh, he's at the Masters. Well, Jack Nicklaus, the Ma- eighty-six when he won. Vern Lundquist,
1: yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. The one-stroke uh, victory. Also, when Tiger Woods had the big comeback too. Yeah, the uh, um, the Nike ball when it rolled in, curled in in two thousand and five at the Masters. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's his
0: call. Those are moments. Those are moments
1: in your life.
0: He views himself. This is what I love about it. When I when I read about the book and, and Vern, he views himself as a storyteller, and I love that description. Uh, because that's what he is he's t- he's telling the stories of the games that he he watches and to do it in a in a style that has guys like Kelly remembering what he said decades later that's huge He's understated if too if you practice like line one liners and one in like you look in the mirror and you're like and that's you know and yeah. you try to make yourself have a great call or if it just comes naturally to you great him. question to ask him great question to ask him i'd like to think that I mean, I know preparation is key to a successful broadcast, but I also think sometimes going with the moment. Like, did Al Michaels, do you believe in miracles? Yes, I did that. Did he have that planned? I mean, we had Al Michaels on it. we asked that? I think it was just off the cuff, right? I
1: think so.
0: Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Some guys do when the game's getting down to they it or think whatever. think of what they're going to ju- say. Yeah, they'll jot stuff down, you know, and, 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 and run with it because God knows you don't want to be at a loss for words,
1: you know, when that moment happens. So we're waiting for
0: Vern to be uh, hooked up.
1: Well, sometimes you do want to be at loss for words because less is more. Yes, sir. Two words. Boom. Said it. Kneel it, And then he was quiet. Yep. Yeah. Good morning, Vern.
0: Good morning, Greg. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you, sir. A real pleasure to, to talk to you. An honor. It's Greg. We've got Kelly Brown, uh, Roadkill, and Laura. We're up here in New England and uh, uh, big fans. So thank you very much for coming on with us today.
2: It's my pleasure. I'm glad to do
0: it. The book is Play-By-Play, Play, calling the wildest games in sports from SEC football to college basketball to Masters and more. And and here's what we were talking about just before you came on. I want to start with this. I know that you think of yourself as a storyteller, and I, I love that. I, I love that because you tell stories in, in the calls that you make, so much so that guys like Kelly and I remember your quotes decades after... You said them, you know, at sporting events that we were watching. And that, to me, I don't know if you could ask for more as a broadcaster than that. Would you agree?
2: I would totally agree. I'll share a story with you. It relates to my experiences at the Masters every April in Augusta. Uh, One of my prouder moments uh, was to be on the call when Jack Nicklaus, uh, in 1986, sank uh, a 12-foot double-breaking putt to take the lead. And my response to that moment was, maybe. And then I exclaimed rather loudly, "Uh, yes, sir. And it's it's lived through the ages. And uh, Jack and I have talked about it. And one of the prouder remembrances that occurred during my last year of SEC football occurred at the University of Georgia. And they did a tribute before the game started. And they had video of Jack. Uh, and his words uh, resonate with me still. He said, well, in 86, I made the putt, and he made the call. So we're going to be joined at the hip as long as they play golf. Uh, and and the the punchline to that story is one of my dear friends in this business was Pat Hayden, who, uh, a graduate of USC, Rhodes Scholar, played for the Rams as a starting quarterback. And he called me. Uh, and said, You need to know, we play golf, and he's a member of Los Angeles Country Club, right and he said, We've got a quartet that gets together at least once a week, and any anytime anybody makes a putt outside of fifteen feet." We collaborate and then yell, "Yes, sir."
0: <laughs> that's great. See, that's the best. It's become part of a uh, part of our our our
1: our, our, our I guess yeah. our jargon, if I'll, you will. I'll, Kelly Brown, I'll have you know uh, when I my buddy Cappy Carl texts me and say you're coming over for a beer later tonight, I will text him back,
0: "Yes, sir." <laughs> See,
1: there you go. <laughs> Absolutely, there, there, you there, go. there you
0: go. I Man, there. saw
1: the piece CBS Sunday Morning did on you, Vern, your home in Steam, Steamboat Springs, Colorado, your involvement with the choir there and stuff. But talking about telling a story, some of the key and the key for you it seems to be too is to know when not to say anything right
2: i i hope you're right i and i've uh uh, gary danielson who was my partner for 11 years in the sec remains a good friend and he asked me he texted me oh the beginning of this season because i've not gone to an sec game yet i wanted brad nessler to have uh, center stage and not have me uh, in the background. Right, we are going to an Alabama-Missouri game this Saturday. I'm doing Nick Saban's show on on Thursday night, uh, and and uh, Gary Gary and I called uh, the most exciting football game I've ever been a part of or seen was Alabama Auburn in 2013. That's when Chris Davis returned. Uh, a missed field goal, 109 yards, and uh, as time expired uh, for the winning touchdown, and Gary and I intuitively, we didn't say a word. There were no hand signals. Uh, The two of us just shut up and let the enormous crowd response come through our microphones and and our field mics, and for a minute and 21 seconds, and I've, I've known because I've seen this hundreds of times, we did not say one word. We let Steve Milton, our director, create a symphony. He did 21 camera cuts and told, visually told that story. Uh, deject, dejection, elation, back, the, back and forth. And only after a minute and 21, our, our producer, Craig Silver, said, Well, hey, let's start the replay sequence. Yeah. And all I said, Well, you might want to see that again but i'm very proud of that downtime when neither one of us spoke yeah i think that's one of that's
0: a key. That's an eternity in, in, in television. I've never heard it referred to as a symphony, and yet it makes perfect sense because it's like a it's like some a singer in a band stepping back and letting the music doing the talking. It's the same thing. I've never heard it yes. uh, re- referred to that. Uh, Vern Lundquist is on with us. the uh, The book is called Play by Play. Uh, Laura has an interesting yeah, question. Like you, for said, you Vern. in that situation, you were quiet and you continued to be quiet and you let the crowd and the symphony go. But do you? prepare different lines different sayings different in case this happens i should say this or is it all from just the how you're feeling at that moment
2: it's all extemporaneous it has to be it has to be now how do you put together to, to, to the sentences or the response i'm not so sure uh the other moment i've had at Augusta, and i'll share a story with you uh was tiger woods chipping in at the 16th hole in 2005 and it's a famous shot and uh, the ball had a 90 degree turn. He, uh, the total length of the shot was something like 180 feet. And as the ball, it hung on the cup for 1.8 seconds and then dropped in for a birdie. And uh, Tiger was approaching the hole to get the ball out. And I just, I have no idea where this came from. But I said, in your life, have you ever seen anything like that? And it it earned a spot. (laughs) Uh, Well, I went back to the compound after the tournament had concluded, and our public relations ladies were back there. And one of them said to us, this guy wants to talk to you about the call. And he said, did you script that? And I said, well, I'm being facetious here. But let's assume I couldn't sleep last night, so I thought, if Tiger Woods pulls an eight iron to the left <laughs> and he chips it and comes and rolls directly downhill and sits on the lip for one point eight seconds and it goes in, I think I'll say in your life have you i, I said of course not right. you don't prepare for something like that Vern- but Laura, I do know guys who do that and and they'll they'll put it in the summation of a basketball game. And it never fits. Yeah. it yeah. sounds it sounds scripted.
0: I think that you can tell uh, as a fan. I think that you know, and especially with you, Vern. You've you've done so many things. People feel like they know you, and they feel when it's right. My question is: Did you ever make a call that you thought I didn't play that one right, or I I failed at that, and it turned out to be the opposite reaction? Like we're was well, there...
2: no, but I can tell you when I whiffed on a call. Okay, uh, our publicist with Harper Collins is just lights out she's a star yeah. and she's going to pick me up and, and take me around New York uh, about noon mm-hmm. her name is Aaron Reback and, uh, and she reminded me that she graduated from Villanova well uh, Jay Wright is one of my favorite people in sports Villanova basketball coach and they were playing Pittsburgh in the regional finals and I want to say the game was in New York I, I, they all run together after a while but Scotty Reynolds, they were down by one. No, the game was tied. And uh, Scotty Reynolds took the inbound pass and dribbled the length of the court and made this impossible layout. And Bill over won and went to the Final Four. And I was working with Bill Raftery, and I completely whiffed. I mean, it was embarrassing. And Bill kind of looked at me after we summed the game up. Like, where were you? Right. And I can't explain it. I just didn't have the words to describe what was
0: going on. Right, right. Uh, we got one more last quick question, Kelly.
1: Well, I figured you were there for 94, Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan. Were you nervous heading into that because it was such a soap opera? And then the whole skate thing, how did it come out from a broadcast perspective, Vern?
2: Well, uh, uh, it's one of the more memorable six weeks in my life. Uh, it all started in Detroit when uh, she was whacked. Nancy Kerrigan was whacked on the knee and almost broke her leg, mm-hmm. uh, and then the cartoon started. I, it, uh, it was just unbelievable, and the build-up and the the two girls, Nancy and Tanya, were on a multitude of magazine covers, and they were uh, completely different personalities. And I I was working with one of my one of the guys who remains at close friend of mine scott hamilton who won the men's title right. at the sarajevo olympics mm-hmm. and we were watching this circus uh before the actual competition and and scott looked down I, I swear this is true cbs news had six reporters in the ice arena for the practice yeah and they had connie chung right below us co-anchoring from uh, Lillehammer with Dan Rather back in New York. Uh, I I uh, looked around, and I thought, there are not that many angles to this story, but they they did that. And Scott was very disgusted. And he he never said this on the air, but he did to mutter it to me. uh, These people have lost their, their minds. They forget that they're athletes who've trained all their lives for this opportunity to win a medal at the Olympics. And all we're talking about is Tanya Hardy and, and Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Now, hype works. I'll share this. We did Wednesday night, uh, and Nancy took the lead, which she lost uh, on Friday night to uh, the young Russian lady. Uh, and, and the next morning, we were at practice, and our president, Neil Filson, came in. And he was just all over the wall. He said, "Have you heard the ratings for last night?" No, and it's been it's been downsized since. uh, In subsequent years, we captured a forty eight point five.
0: Unheard of. Yeah, really. Unheard. And
2: then the estimate was one hundred twenty six million people Mm. viewed it in the states. Crazy. And and Scott took in a deep breath and he said. My God, I'm glad I didn't know that last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the book is called Play-by-Play, Play, and there's more he writes about that. And I know we've overstayed our, our welcome time-wise, but we could talk to you all day, Vern. Uh, well, I appreciate you as a broadcaster, all of the contributions you made to our sports memories. Thank you so much, and I look forward to reading the book. And thank you for coming on with us this morning. We really appreciate uh, that it. It was later. my
2: pleasure, guys. Thank, thank you, Vern. Very thank,
0: enjoyable. Thank you, Vern. Appreciate it. There you go. That's... Um, See to me, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, it's a very long quest. Well, it's so many great sports. I didn't even get to Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Who the hell is Happy
1: Gilmore? You know, and He'd I didn't even get the to the Heinz fight. The, he's been asked to do that multiple times. I'm sure, I'm sure. What um, he didn't tell you during the uh, his last year doing the SEC football Georgia Tennessee game. He was talking about that a little bit. But the the Georgia band spelled out on the field, "Yes, sir." Yeah. And the whole crowd of sixty thousand plus chanted in unison. Unison.
0: Yes, sir!
1: Yeah, that's, that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that's cool. That, that's neat. He's, he, and, and I love somebody who's like, I'll tell you this story. You know? Don't sit there and just go, it's in the book. Because I'll end the interview quicker than you can say, Jack Robinson. No. Oh, you know? know. It's in the book. Okay, well, I guess I'll read it. Thanks for coming on. Talk to me. Tell me. Interest me. He did. And I expected nothing less. See, and roadkill... Roque- <laughs> Got a text saying he was my partner for in the SEC for eleven years. I was half waiting for Scotty to say sexist bell with an X. That's <laughs> Jimmy Dunn was listening. <laughs> but you know what, Scotty knew we have too much reference yep. reverence. You know for for Vern, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna do that. Scotty has no. respect. Yes, respect. That's right, you Jimmy, are all about respect. I'm all about respect. Not so much sure. really. All right, uh, caller of the week. We've got a few of them this week. Uh, we'll choose someone. Also, we've got the weekly punch in the face. So be thinking of who you want to punch in the face, okay? And do we have a... Uh...